I'm Tefra Ajemian, the producer and host of the Yeah Podcast, a young adult lit review podcast focusing on amplifying the diverse voices in YA literature. Join us as we dig into the world of young adult books, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upward Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Some good friends, friends. Welcome back to some good friends. Thanks for tuning in for another week. I finished a real barn burner of a book today. Uh, what was it? Oh, no, I can't remember the name. Under the Pressure. It's by Celeste Ng, and it's called All the Things I Should Have Told You or something along those lines. And it's all about how families can't communicate with each other. And there's just all these problems because the, the people in the family refuse to communicate. And I got me to thinking that that's why I started this podcast to communicate with my friends, uh, talk to them, make sure everything's out in the open. And uh, that's just why we're here. So let's start it. Let's introduce my first friend of the evening. Uh, I've known him for a while. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Brett Barnsley. Welcome, Brett. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, it's so good to see you. Uh, are you, tell me this, are you at work right now? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, sitting in the back, the back cart here. The, I believe it's called a caboose traditionally. It's not what we call it on the hell trains, a back cart. <laughs> okay, on the yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, uh, Brett, uh, you are the conductor on the the train, the hell train. All aboard. I will take that as a as a yes. Just sinners, just sinners, J- just sinners. Only sinners get a ticket. Absolutely. I mean, and stowaways. <laughs> we find some stowaways. So this is a train that goes to hell and deposits the souls into hell absolutely yeah uh it's uh like akin to via rail i would say <laughs> okay mm-hmm. uh and and just to quickly circle back to the stowaway thing do you get a lot of stowaways on the train to hell yeah well like how do you think the big guy got there <laughs> you know oh <laughs> did, the, did satan take yeah well, when he was going by his old name he uh he stowawayed on the train and oh. then uh he made it to hell and then he just worked his way up yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And what was his old name? Oh, what was it? Is it Gabe? Yeah, like Gabriel or something, some kind of angel <laughs> name. Yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike. yeah. So, so I'm like that. So yeah, he doesn't he doesn't go by it anymore. No, so he prefers uh, Satan or Beelzebub or Bub or Belphegor or you know one of these fun fun names. Yeah, he's got some. He's got one that's like it's backwards. You got it. It's wake up. It's like, yeah. It's... Oh, from the from the beat from the Beatles song. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that one. So, I mean, this is pretty groundbreaking information. This means that hell existed before Satan. Yeah, absolutely. Who was yeah. who, who was down there? Who was in charge before uh, Satan got down there? Just a free for all. Oh. You know. A bunch of cavemen run. We call them our forefathers, but they're just okay. a bunch of cavemen, just running around, clubbing each other, oh, not knowing boy. what's 
what is good no guidance you know mm. so a lot of them ended up down there wow and, uh, i mean it kind of doesn't sound that different from like a primitive earth just cave people running around clubbing each other were there saber-toothed tigers down there uh, no no all saber-toothed tigers go to heaven <laughs> okay like, like the mm -hmm. like the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of those childhood favorites so what does uh people get on the sinners get on the train to hell uh mm -hmm. what is it what is a day in the life of uh, the conductor of the train to hell look like well it is a pain getting everyone to sit down you know mm -hmm. we gotta we gotta get everyone sat before we can get moving uh we gotta get luggage secured we, oh. we gotta get we gotta get uh, babies into the arms of their mothers. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> <but> we <won't. laughs> because safety first. It's a moving vehicle. Yeah, I guess the like do the mothers not? Sh I mean, obviously it's very sad when a mother and her child both are going to hell. I guess probably in this case the child was not baptized. So yeah, well that's why kids eat free. <laughs> kids. Yeah, they get their free meal. <laughs> So, but usually a mother is always with their child or the father or whoever might be there. Is it? A, is it there a case on the train to hell where they get separated? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we we have a daycare. Oh, we have a daycare. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, with uh, that many trips a day, yeah, uh, and that many different uh, passengers, you're gonna you're gonna and we and we have a bar car as well. Well, of so course. we're gonna we need a daycare. So. Oh, okay. And I and I know Brett that that you have a couple uh, rugrats running around at home. Do you uh, do the, are you allowed to use the daycare for your children? Uh, I mean, I'd I'd rather not. I'd rather I'd rather not my children be uh, influenced uh, by uh, sinners. Um, you know, just be around them. You know, um, I got this job because I understood that these people are bad mm. and that's what that's the first thing i said in my interview i said i understand these people are bad people right and, and they hired me right on the spot no there were no they were like no no further questions i guess a lot of people a lot of, a lot of empathetic conductors out there mm. i said oh, i work for cn rail i got no empathy okay you were you were with cn before this yeah yeah i was yeah i mean that must have been really tough cn is not known for its your cars or conductors uh, they're more of a freight, a freight line. Were you, were you still in a conductor role at CN? Well, <clears throat> I, uh, I checked, you know, I, I checked, um, what are those darn things called? They're on the, they're part of the train. They're part of the, the, the cars, the cars, uh, the, the grain, the granaries. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're going through there mm. you're, you're looking for the, the stowaways. Right. So right. I was not I was not a conductor whatsoever. I now, if your job was looking for stowaways, uh, mm -hmm. just out of curiosity, what what did you say in the interview for CN? Well, uh, I told him that I spent most of my youth walking those <laughs> same railroad tracks. Okay, um, just mm. walking, kicking the rail, checking the integrity of the rail. Mm. I always had a an interest. You know, it kind of became a hobby and then an obsession mm. with the rails. You know, they kind of became my life. I walked them, you know, and uh, I really explained my passion for the job, and I, th I think that's what got me hired on the on the hell train as well. You know, just my passion oh, for passion, steel and... on steel, mm. roaring down the plains. Oh man, it's, it makes mm. my heart beat. It sounds uh, like visceral. So you were when you were walking the rails. You have your bindle on your shoulder. Were you were you stowing away in rail cars, or was that 
was that too disrespectful for you? You were just checking the integrity of the rails themselves. I'm not going to disrespect the rails. No. You know, you, you, you ride the rails, you give them 100% of you. Honestly, it's like a relationship, mm. you know, it's a give and take. If I'm, if I'm stowing away, that's bad karma. It's like cheating. Mm. It's cheating. If I, I want, I, if I'm going to ride those rails, it's going to be honestly. Ah. So you believe in karma, even though that you work on the train that goes to the literal Christian hell? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I do. I definitely do believe in karma. Okay. Uh, I, I believe that uh, what you uh, you reap what you sow, mm. you know. And, and uh, I wanted the rails, so now I'm reaping the rails. You're you reaping know, those rails. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever feel? I mean, you're a nice guy. We're friends. We have good conversations. We have beers sometimes. Ebb and flow. Do you ever, yeah, do you ever feel sympathy for the the sinners uh, on their way to hell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's there's some guys that are coming through there. They're they're shell-shocked. They don't know what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, maybe you're just crossing the road, and all of a sudden, you got me ushering you, grabbing your tickets, ushering you to a seat, and you don't know where you're heading. You know, mm. and that's a that can be a terrifying thing. So they just appear on a train, and they're like, "We don't know what this train is." Yeah, there there is no uh, station. There's it's it's too confusing of a system. Mm. How are we gonna fit? It's just better if people just show up on the train and we get going. And and is there? You said the train is very much like via rail. Is there any mm-hmm. clues on the train that it's it's going to hell, or does it literally look the same as via rail? We have our mini uh, parade, so okay. we get uh, yeah we have uh, our demons from hell, uh, and they come and they pray through the cart and they sing a song. Oh, and it's very much. Um, have you seen uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas? I have. Yes. Mm, yes. Uh, similar as as terrifying and joyful as that. Okay, so it's kind of like the uh, the This Is Halloween song yeah. from Nightmare. <laughs> This is the hell train. This is the hell. There is no copyright. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> they can't reach us down there. Yeah. And probably a lot of people are on that train specifically for copyright infringement. A lot of lawyers. <laughs> oh, the, the lawyers themselves. <laughs> yeah. Are uh, are lawyers the inverse of uh, saber-toothed tigers? They all go to hell. <laughs> Absolutely. Every single, even dog, like lawyers that like work for like dog rights. Go to oh hell. My goodness. So yeah. the, the the lawyers for the SPCA straight to hell. Absolute PETA, PETA's lawyers straight yeah. to hell. All Who, of them. Oh man, I, I mean that sounds great. I love that the welcoming demon song is kind of like a song parody, like a, a satanic weird owl kind of thing. Just fun. Just it's, fun. It's like you don't need. We don't need to be yelling in your face. You're gonna get tortured. For, for eternity. Yeah. eternity yeah yeah sometimes with your baby <laughs> i don't think about that no you can't you you have to have a keep a certain distance i would imagine i can't bring i can't bring it home with me no well how do you separate work and life i stop off for a drink after i'm done work uh you just know? W- one drink yeah it's my buffer time okay yeah i sit there i think about the people of man the really interesting people mm. of man i got to meet a lot of really cool interesting people in this job i've ripped yeah. a lot of tickets for a lot of really cool people yeah they're all scared out of their minds they're seeing demons for the first time ever um, yeah you know you got like someone like uh john wayne you know mm-hmm. the ultimate cool you know stoic but when he's in shell shock like, 
<laughs> I am not intimidated by him whatsoever. And I feel like I, ju- I could just talk. John, John Wayne is in hell? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what was his sin? He killed so many Indians. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does Satan not know the difference between f- films and real life? He's um, he's like, he's a Scorpio. First of all, we gotta understand this about Satan. So he is immersed in like the media that when he was watching Mm. Game of Thrones, yeah, like he hated Theon for so long. Mm. I can't wait till Theon gets down here. Oh, I'm gonna Mm. show him. I'm gonna. He's gonna burn those kids. I'm gonna burn him. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. And then he fell in love with Theon. And And then when Theon spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but at the end he was like i don't want him down here no he's such a good guy should i call should i call jesus and ask to talk to his dad mm. should i he was upset wow i can imagine i mean you you get attached to these characters i mean who from the the one who played uh tyrell's mother on game of thrones uh she un- yeah. oh yeah she unfor- unfortunately passed away uh in real life uh wh- how did satan feel about her character uh, she's the one, obviously, who poisoned uh, uh, Joffrey. Yeah, and uh, well, Hell's not a fan of Joffrey. All right. Oh, you'd, you'd okay. think that they would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of negative stereotypes about my workplace. Okay. Uh, I find like a lot of. Um, I'm just saying, like maybe the people with influence, you know, and dressing all the nice, maybe spreading a little bit of propaganda about this mm. place that all of us on the Zoom calls can end up. Okay. You know, there's not a lot of people up there, but they just keep saying it, it, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Have well, you been I to mean, Calgary? Sorry? Have you been to Calgary? I, I've been to the Calgary airport. I've seen the dinosaur statues. It's like, how's like Calgary? Oh, okay. You, know? you see the mountains? <laughs> yeah. You just can't go to them. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I, I need to get into that Narnar Pow and, and shred some ski hills, but you just can't. You can, you can, it's a never ending ski lift. Oh my goodness! Wow, that, my nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, you'll be happy to know you—you you were not the first uh, denizen of hell we've had on the show. Uh, we did speak to your coworker, uh, the Devil's Radvocate, um, mm. and and he was very good at uh, kind of taking the things we normally associate with hell or sin, like drinking or drugs or or sex, and just kind of saying, "But it's fun," and it's very convincing. Uh, well, he's he's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I, that that stuff's fun up here. Why would why would that stop? Yeah, oh, it's a it's a it's a good old Calgary party. Hell is like the stampede. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, and the stampede is hell. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen clips. Uh, just before I I move on to my next friend, I just I just want to know. Uh, you do have me worried with uh, with this. Uh, not that I'm a lawyer, but you have me worried with this. All lawyers go to hell automatically because I want to know what other professions go to hell automatically. Oh, dog catchers. Okay, that uh, makes sense. Straight to hell. Yeah. Um, crocodile Dundees. There's only <laughs> there's only been a couple, but they're both down there. You know. Oh shit! So Paul Hogan is down there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and someone I, there was probably like a directed video sequel. Yeah, he's down there too. Yeah. Wow. Any anyone else? Any other? Yeah. Any contestant that's ever been on Big Brother? <laughs> all uh, of them. They're down. They're all of them. They're all of them down there. Wow. 
Okay, so uh, I was I was I was crossing my fingers, hoping you wouldn't say a software developer or a podcaster. So I'm glad that those aren't on the list, right? Oh no, that you, you got. God loves podcasts. He's, oh, good. He is all. You should hear him. He has his playlist going. He does not like Joe Rogan. He does not. That different. That does not differ. No, nobody. But, nobody does. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Well, next time you uh, you tell Satan to call jesus and have jesus talk to his dad if you could get satan to get hold of him yeah if you could get him to recommend some good friends the podcast i'd really uh really appreciate preach that oh i I got you Stephen. all right thank you brett so nice to talk to you please stick around uh we'll see if the upcoming guests are going straight to hell or not um very excited to find that out but uh let's get let's roll right along please welcome to the show uh ruth jump welcome ruth hi nice <laughs> Hello. To it's been a while it, it has you've been uh well you've been traveling the world yes i have i have climbing a bunch of ice mm-hmm. um really loving it um i actually know for a fact that ice climbers go straight to hell uh, because ice climbing is a sin and i have a few buddies that uh, <laughs> brett probably already knows uh, you know, shout out to Derek and Chad. Um, you, Brad and Chad. <laughs> yeah. And um, and Stefan, I just want to let you know that we've we've forgiven you for dropping Tommy. You know, like you had to do it. You had to do it. It was you or him. It's the I, it's the game. Yeah, I man, I didn't think we'd get into it that soon. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why don't you? Uh, I don't want to tell the story. I don't think it's my story to tell. Uh, I was not the one watching. Uh, my friends make these hard decisions. So, Ruth, I'd love it if you kind of recapped what happened that day. What, what the fuck do you mean you weren't watching? You were holding his fucking hand. No, no, that's what I mean. I wasn't. I was I was in it. I was in the moment. Okay. My, okay. my experience is subjective. And I, right. would, I want the listeners to have an objective experience. Okay. And only well, you look, can provide that because in, Tommy going- is no longer with us. Well, he's he's having a party. He's he's down he's downstairs having a party right now. So he's that's, the that's good. Um, and being tortured. Uh, it, I don't really need to go into the details of how it happened. I think I can just tell you that it it, it was like cliffhanger. Remember, mm. Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just the pain, the anguish, the fingers, so sweaty fingers together. Mm-hmm. Pain on your face, Stefan. My God, yeah. you really wanted to save him. I can well, see. It. I did, and and part of the trouble I was having is that I was holding the rope and his fingertips, Mm. you know, and I was, you know, that scene in one of the Avengers where Captain America is is tethering the helicopter to the helipad with just his biceps, pretty much. Just his, yep. Mm -hmm. I felt like that, but with a discernible lack of biceps. I Well, that's why Tommy's dead. Yeah. Oh, man. That's why you couldn't save him, because... it, It weighs on me. Yeah, because people who, who who treat ice climbing like a phase, right? They tend to kill people on expeditions. So. Now, now I take umbrage with that. I maintain okay. that ice climbing was not a phase for me. Yes, it's something I picked up in my late 20s. And by the time I got to my 30s, I no longer did. Mm-hmm. But I still consider myself an ice climber. Really? Just because really? I, haven't, I haven't got these little mitts on some cold, hard rock. And by rock, I mean ice. That's how we refer to it. <laughs> in the ice climbing game, which I'm still a part of, uh, doesn't oh, mean yeah. I'm still not part of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How come I've, I haven't seen you at the uh, replica ice wall climbs over the, uh, over the winter? It's because I, I only do the real thing. And, you don't. And frankly, you don't. watching you don't. 
watching you watching Stop. you and your friends I hate you. You pour. Left us. You killed Tommy. I resent you. <laughs> Sorry. I was just watching you and your friends pour water down a wall and then kind of opening a freezer in front of it and attempting to turn it into a, a replica of an ice wall. It wasn't my idea of a good time. Okay, look, clear you say you're part of us and you're you're clearly not. There you are not okay with taking risks. Okay. When you when you pour water on a wall and freeze it using the freezer, there's a risk involved there. There could be electric shock. There could be because yeah. as you know, ice climbers are sort of like, you know how people who watch too much hentai can't have normal sex anymore? <laughs> well I've heard I, this is something I've heard, yes. Yeah. Well, same for ice climbers. Once you've hit that wall with those fucking axie 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 spikes as we call them yep technical um, term you can't do anything without risk anymore so i think that like you just couldn't handle that <sighs> well you know it's just after i got back from that climb with tommy i thought i'm i'm for sure getting out there again mm. and then um and then i and then i heated something up in the microwave and like a bowl of soup and usually I'd go right in and grab that bowl of soup right out of the microwave with my bare hands and this time I looked at the soup and said I don't know if I can do it I couldn't take the risk shit also much like a hentai watcher I couldn't have normal sex anymore I kept seeing <laughs> I kept seeing Tommy slipping away from me why didn't you reach out to us we could have helped you through it the support in the ice climbing community is it's a lot of like tough love and exposure therapy and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'll admit we're a bit rough when people share their their fears and emotions. I I, I get it. It's it's just the way that we were brought into this world. You know. I tried like, it. I went to a session. I booked a a, a session with Ice Dog. You know, Ice Dog. Uh, kind yeah, of, yeah. Kind of like the mentor to a lot of ice climbers. Mm-hmm. And, bow wow. Uh, yep, that's his his motto. Bow wow. <laughs> And uh, I booked a session. I got to the session and he had created kind of a a very lifelike replica of Tommy and made me spend a day with Tommy, who he was puppeting like a ventriloquist to say terrible, terrible things to me. It's the re-death experience. Yes, I've experienced that. It's good. <laughs> it's it's good. And that, that didn't, it didn't work for you. It didn't work. Wait, you've experienced that? Well, as I listed before, so many of us have died. We so gotta you've, move on. you've been responsible for the exact same. You've been responsible for someone else's death, much like I was with Tommy. Responsible, responsible, responsible. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it, interesting. Who did you uh, drop from my ice cliff? N- N- Natasha. Oh, okay. okay. She was my partner at the time. I was going to propose to her on the mountain and then sh- she slipped. Oh, that day you were going to propose to her? That day I was going to propose. Oh my goodness, you had the ring and everything? I had the ring. It was made of ice. It was really on theme. Yeah, probably. And I imagine there's a diamond on there, also ice. Well, no, just uh, just ice. Oh, just just ice. <laughs> Figured uh, we would hang well, around so much in the cold that it wouldn't. she wouldn't figure it out. Oh, you'd never go to a warm climb. <laughs> no, she would always be <laughs> nice and nice and sharp. Nice and, and and what happened? You had to let her go. That that was more like the scene in Ace Ventura with the raccoon. That Similar. one I've seen less of than Cliffhanger. Actually, it's, let me tell you, it's the exact same thing. It was was the, it was based it was a joke based on the. Anyways, Natasha <laughs> told me she loved me as she fell. Wow, that's powerful. I I actually think I mean, and you got right back into it into the ice. Well, be, be, because still, of Ice Dog. Because Ice Dog helped you. 
with the puppet of yeah, Natasha. Yeah, the lifelike puppet of Natasha. Yeah. I, I think we have an interesting <laughs> opportunity here. Um, we have someone who would have seen both Tommy and Natasha uh, after they passed. So, Brett, I'm curious if you did you meet Natasha and Tommy, and and how when they materialized on the train, um, how did they react? Bitter. Oh, would you say that they were angry at anyone in particular or kind of just a generalized uh, angry at the world type thing? Uh, yeah, they uh, they were sitting there mumbling back together. I can't believe. Yeah, because I can't believe Jump would do that. I can't believe Stefan would do that. Oh, no. You know, they were they're mad at both of you uh, for sure. Wow. Uh, and uh, why do you sweat? That was one thing they kept asking. Said, why do you sweat? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I was hot. It was, you know, ice climbing is cold, but inside you get warm. You sweat. Makes you slippery. I'm, I'm devastated. I'm, I'm, I thought, I thought they'd be real cool about it. <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought they'd be like, it's the way, you know, it's, like we slip, we die. That's yeah. It's, it's a very Mandalorian vibe amongst ice climbers. This is the way. Yes. Yes. Uh, was Natasha angry that her ring probably immediately melted? Uh, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even get to see the ring. I did. You give? Did you have a chance to give it to her? Oh yeah, that's a good I, question. I, I threw it. I threw it at, <laughs> oh, at her. As she <laughs> <laughs> it was just. She, it was like one of those, you know, you know, in the in the Hobbit or or whatever. And, the, and then the ring sort of woo, and then lands on the finger. Yeah, that's what wow. happened. Wow. And then instead of dissolving into hot magma, she shattered onto the rocks below <laughs> but then she emerged into a singing lovely jack the pumpkin dude place so that's great thank you for my this recap of the train experience this, this is, is hell train. Train. yeah it's this like it's great she loved yeah. it by the way she was clapping it and laughing and stuff you would have loved to see oh what an about face but that ruth <laughs> did you have to it sounds like you kind of made a decision like, oh, Natasha's falling. She's slipping. She's slipping. Right. She might fall. I could put my other hand down there to get her. Or just in case she falls, I'm going to get the ring out and throw it down after her. Because if you had a, a hand to get the ring with, that means you weren't holding onto a rope like I no, was. It just means... No, you're you're making it sound like I made a motherfucking choice to kill my fucking partner. That's not, that's well, not no, what happened. I, I that's not what happened. You Ruth. think it was slow motion, like, oh, my God, and oh, I'm holding the ring. No, she's falling. She's slipped. My other hand was grasping the rope that you so uh, lovelily mentioned. And then as she's falling, I let go of everything. Well, I'm tethered to something. I imagine I'm a pro. And then I, I, I got the ring out and I threw, ah, I threw it at her. Sorry. For the listeners, Ruth just uh, knocked over a glass in anger. I, yeah, just killed another partner. Uh, she wasn't tethered to anything? She was tethered to my heart. She trusted me. She trusted me. Okay, she but that, that seems like you're kind of avoiding the question. She No, but I... Okay, look. She, want, she wanted it. She wanted to be... She wanted to have the free-flying experience. And I said, honey, I think you're good enough. I think you're ready so she kind of just like latched onto my backpack, you know, like a like a gremlin or a <laughs> child, and uh, there we went. So she turned, was, turned out it wasn't she wasn't ready, and she yep. was free soloing the ice the ice waterfall. Yep. Uh, she was uh, like Alex Honnold, except in a much more dangerous way because it's ice. 
I have no idea who I've that done, is. I've done, you know what? This rep episode is off the charts for references. <laughs> I have done <laughs> way too many references so far. Uh, everyone should watch the documentary Free Solo because it's terrifying to watch a man have so little fear of something. Ruth, I don't think we uh, buried any kind of hatchets at all. I think that our, our beef is ever? unsquashed. Uh, and that's that's why I like you as a friend. You know, we still talk to each other, even though it's so fraught. And, mm. uh, you know, I'm going to heaven when I die and you're going to hell. But maybe sometime we could come down and you can stow away on the train when it's coming back from hell. And, uh, Brett, how do people get to heaven? Oh, lots of lots of just obeying the rules, you know. No, no, I mean, like, how, what what physical <laughs> mode of transportation? Oh, biplane. <laughs> okay, so <Yeah. laughs> so maybe one day, Ruth, you can stow away on the train as it goes back to Earth, and I can get back on the biplane, and we can meet in the middle, and I like, uh, I like that. Just get at each other's throats again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ah. So good to talk to you. We're going to move along and talk to my last friend of the evening. Uh, let's let's get them out of here. Please welcome to the show, Kat Johnson. Welcome, Kat. Hi, Stefan. Hello. How, how are you this evening? You sound happy. Oh, I am doing great. I loved listening to your other guests. I feel a little silly, though, because I feel like my job is the most intense out of all of them. And oh. I don't know. If, I don't want to upstage anybody. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, uh, Ruth, I don't... Is ice climbing your job? We didn't nail that down. Yes. Okay. So we have an ice climber and a conductor on the train to hell. Kat, why don't you tell us uh, what your intense job is? Well, as you know, Stefan, I'm a professional pitcher. Mm -hmm. And no, I don't mean baseball, though I do like to get the ball rolling. Oh, you I mean softball? Is it softball? Why? Because I'm a woman? No, because that's another sport with pitching. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, I pitch. I pitch ideas. Oh, right. I knew this. You you said that I knew this, and therefore well, I knew it. <laughs> you you know this because obviously you came to me with your product, and I pitched it on Dragon's Den. Yeah, yeah. And that Stephane was another du. kind of... The what? Stefan Du. <laughs> yes, my own uh, <laughs> brand of fondue wear. Why don't you give us a little taste of that pitch? Because it's been a while since uh, since Dragon's Den. Mm. Uh, I kind of forget how it went. Yeah, of course. Uh, hi, Jim, Arlene, Kevin. Great to see you guys. How are you guys doing today? Gave me some information back. I. Mm. Oh, uh, Jim, where'd you grow up? Mm -hmm. Personal touches. That was. Mm -hmm. I really liked that part. What's your favorite food? And he said, of course. You're asking me. Yeah, he said popcorn. He said popcorn. And I said, Jim, Jim, don't you just hate it when you're on Dragon's Den and you're just hungry and you have popcorn, but it's, it's, it's just so lackluster. Mm. Jim, you know, whenever I have that problem, Jim, I just pull out Stefan Du's USB portable chocolate fondue kit and a little piece of lint chocolate. And I just bring on my laptop, plug it in. And with a toothpick, <laughs> I stab my popcorn piece by piece, dip it in the fondue. And one, two, three, there's a snack for me. Oh, it all. And there's my motto. Uh, you wrote that, <laughs> but it was the motto for my product. Um, and, you know, I was so impressed with that pitch. Uh, I mean, they didn't take it, obviously. Uh, I did find, if if we can talk about it a little bit, if we can be honest with each other now, 
Um, it, it was very targeted towards Jim specifically. <laughs> I recognize that that's my mistake. Right. Yes. And, and I, 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 we know, I, we all know why this, this, <clears throat> excuse me, even talking about it makes me uh, teary a little bit. We all know why the Stefan do failed, uh, couldn't do cheese, could only do chocolate. People wanted a versatile fondue device. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but I told you. you told who you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> I came to you, I was like, I need you to pitch this. And you were like, but can cheese? it do both? And, uh, and that's what they said. That's what the other dragons asked. Uh, they seemed very upset that they weren't being addressed. Well, I wouldn't respond to their questions either. I just <laughs> focus really on Jim. I'm very good with the grandfather demographic. Mm. Yeah. More highly with them. Well, who, I mean, that was a few, what was that now? Like a year and a half ago that I pitched that to Dragon's Den. Um, and I will say it was not a phase, the Stefan do. It's just something that I still consider myself president and CEO of. I just don't actively maintain it anymore. Sure. What are you pitching now, Kat? What am I pitching now? Um, well, that's a great question, Stefan. I've been, uh, business has been a little bit slow. Oh, no. I assume it's because of the pandemic. So I've been having to come up with my own ideas to pitch. Oh, great. Um, most recently, I pitched a character to Sesame Street. Oh, can we hear that pitch? Why, why tell when you can show Improv 101, etc., etc.? Hi, Jim. <laughs> it's me, Kat. Now, don't change. Where are you from, Jim? Oh, does he give the same answer again? or? No, he's not the same man. Oh, it's a different, a different Jim. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Continue. I interrupted the pitch. Jim Street of Sesame Street. Yeah. Yep. So I say... Jim, I know you grew up in Chicago. And when I was growing up in Chicago, Chicago, um, what I hated was that all the other kids picked on me for being so rich, just being so, so rich. And I know that your show, you love to teach morals to kids. And I think that's beautiful. I think kids just, they don't understand how their actions hurt people. So I propose a new character and then I brought out my puppet. Mm. This is Rich Witch. <laughs> and the really wonderful thing about Rich Witch <laughs> is she's not only rich and generous to all her friends, but also if you're mean to her, she can curse you. So it's kind of a like, you know, a double lesson of, of you have to be nice to people, but also people who are rich can really, really hurt you if they want to. Mm. Don't you think, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> and, and how did Jim Street react to this oh, pitch? Jim loved it. Oh, Jim even loved it. even though you spent a little bit of time trying to uh, impersonate the Chicago accent and then uh, told this sob story about your youth, he loved it? Do you have a problem with the way I pitch? No, no, not at all. I've already had one contentious guest. I don't know if we need... Two contentious I, guests in a row, uh, but he loved it, so that's great. So when can we see the witch, the rich witch on uh, Sesame Street? Well, he said he had to workshop it a bit, do mm. some focus groups. He's okay. waiting to get his uh, his child back from the people I hired to take his child. And then everything will be settled. Oh, oh okay. Uh, 
You you hired some people to take his child. When you're rich, you can hurt people. Okay, and and was that kind of uh, a lesson to, that went along with the pitch, or yes. this was like? You get the concept, Stefan. I through my pitch am enacting mm. on my character. The rich witch. The rich witch would teach her lessons. So I just went to my daddy and I said, Daddy, mm. Daddy, I want the rich witch to be on Sesame Street. Can you kidnap Jim's children? And then my daddy kidnapped his children. Your dad found the right Jim. Yes. Just with a first name. Yeah, sorry. My dad is uh, John Johnson of Johnson & Johnson. Oh. So lots of resources at his disposal. Okay, I hear great things about his vaccine. That's what I thought. Yes. That's, that's what I the most polite that's what I thought of all time uh, so and how and you haven't gotten in trouble for this the, no uh, police officers have come beating on the door oh I'm sorry Stefan I thought I mentioned I'm rich oh, that's that is true that is uh, my mistake if I didn't if I didn't make that clear the thing is um, for rich witches mm -hmm. or for cats like me Sometimes you gotta purr, and sometimes mm. you gotta use the claws. Sometimes you gotta kidnap someone's children. I mean, you hate to do it, but... Do you? You're smiling very widely. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stefan. I'm just so excited to be here. Wow, okay. It, it, that's, I mean, it's a dark turn. Uh, how long does it take to focus group a Sesame Street puppet? That is a great question that I've yelled into the phone multiple times <laughs> when speaking to Jim. Um, and I've been told, I've been told that there's a pandemic mm. and that everything should be on hold. So my daddy developed a vaccine. Okay. Just, just for that. Okay. And I, that, that fits that, you know, rich people don't really know the pandemic's going on, but, um, now I under, I would imagine that Jim Street is also very wealthy. He's created a media empire. He has his own show. It's been on for years and years and years. Tons of uh, merchandising. Was there any sort of uh, kind of like rich person retaliation here? Oh, no. Sorry, Jim is rich, but Mr. Street is not powerful like my family. Uh, There's a hierarchy in the world of the wealthy. Hmm. And uh, puppet masters are not very <laughs> high up on it. Puppet masters are not high up, but the people who are high up are puppet masters. Oh my goodness, Stefan, what a great pitch. Oh, and what would because that what would that be pitching? Rich people? I guess it would be like pitching oh oh a new Netflix series, Puppet Master. Ah. And and what's the concept of uh, pitch me on Puppet Master? Okay. Well first I would get in an elevator with you. I would push the fire alarm button and get us stuck in that elevator and I would say Stay well, let's on. try. Let's try. Well, let's get in this elevator, and uh, tenth uh, floor, please. Oh, okay. you're much closer to the buttons, but okay, I'll I'll get that for you. There you go. Got it. How you doing today? I'm uh, I'm doing well. Yourself? Good, thanks. Just uh, heading to work at Netflix. Whee! That's the alarm. What What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I have a big meeting. I'm I'm about to like talk about programs for Netflix. I know you have a big meeting, Mister Flix. I know that. That's why I'm here. Uh, please, call me Jim. <laughs> Jim, where'd you grow up? Uh, Chicago. I also grew up in Chicago. 
Oh, no way. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a real problem growing up. Oh, yeah. Okay. My daddy? Yeah. Really rich. Really oh. rich. He just controlled everyone in the city. Mm. How much there are other rich people in Chicago? Chicago? Chica Ch Chicago. Um, and they. That was a really good impression. I'm very impressed. As someone from Chicago talking to someone also from Chicago, I love when people from Chicago do an impression of our accent. Thank you. How many children do you have, Jim? I have two children and four fur babies. I'm sorry, four furbies? Fur babies. Oh, that's No, two lovely. dogs and two cats, plus the children I mentioned earlier. <laughs> that's lovely, Jim. Um, well... The problem with puppet masters is that sometimes the puppets get smart mm. and they become puppet masters of their own. And this creates sort of a house of cards. Um, and I winked very to imply. We no longer. We no longer the existence of that show. How dare you bring it up in this elevator? So here's the poster. It's a puppet master on top with strings going down. And then it branches out like a pyramid into three or four more puppets. And then those puppets also have strings coming down and they're controlling. I'm not sure what the plot is, but I've got, I've got this image that I've mocked up. You'll notice all the puppets have your face, Jim. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. Okay. What do you think? Oh, that's, that was the whole pitch. Okay. That's um, it. I mean, uh, all of my colleagues are in this elevator as well. Uh, it felt very targeted towards me. Um, I only see only eyes for you, Jim. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? Uh, let me just quickly call. I run everything by my wife, so let me call her quickly. Nice try. There's no service in this elevator. Okay, then. Um... I take your phone and I smash it. Oh, okay. Thank you for narrating <laughs> oh, your action. Oh, oh. Hello, this is building security. Is everything okay in elevator 16? Uh, we're actually... I, I've taken off my high heel and I used the point of it to smash the speaker on the wall. Oh, oh my oh my goodness. Did you get that security? She's narrating all of her actions. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Jim. Wait, what was that? <laughs> is that a Furby? Oh, because, she's, because she smashed the speaker. I understand. All right, you've 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 sold me. I'll I'll bring your pitch, which seemed mostly like a story about how you grew up and and a poster with my face on every character. Thank you, Daddy. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I slip into that. Um, thank you, Mister Flix. And then and then I would give him a little kiss on the nose. Oh, why would you narrate that while kissing me on the nose? <laughs> so your listeners know what I'm doing. And and oh, I oh okay, you were. I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. Did you, did you really inhabit the character of Jim Flick? I was really in that character. I was like, I run Netflix. I am Jim Flicks. Don't know where the net comes from. I guess that's my business partner. Tom <laughs> Net. Tom Net. Wow. What, you know, that was powerful. I'm, Thank you. I was in that character. I was sold. And I mean, I don't, did you take my wife hostage in that situation? Do you really want to know? Yes. I do. Why don't you ask Brett if he's seen your wife? Oh, let me get back into character first. All right, I'm Jim, Jim. Look in the mirror. Hey, Jim, what's up? Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> Brett, is my wife in hell? He's dead. But is she in hell? 
Yeah, yeah, she's on her way down. Oh, no. And did how many of my actual babies slash fur babies did you have to reunite her with on the train? (laughs) Well, just the cats. Just the, oh, because dogs don't, yeah. Yeah. That's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I've lost my wife, two of my fur babies, but I still, the dogs might be dead, but they might be in heaven on a biplane. Which is really where you love to see a dog in the back of a biplane, uh, goggles, yeah, goggles on, scarf flying out behind its neck. Ooh, a little voice crack there. <laughs> now that's like a show, a, Stefan. Sounds like a perfect time for you to start ice climbing again, Stefan. Wait, why? Well, because you've lost most of the good things you care about in your life. Oh, I'm not in character as Jim Flicks anymore. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm back to being Stefan. I'm sorry. I'm I got sorry. lost in it, there. Sorry. Yeah, it gets very complicated. Pitching it, is a a web, just a web. You can get lost in it very easily. Yeah. Well, Kat, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I hope business picks up soon. I hope uh, you're able to pitch. If there's one group of people that really need help pitching things, it's rich people, uh, things about Aww. them. Uh, I could watch a hundred more shows like Succession. That's I really just, what I want. I just want to see more rich white women on television. Mm, yeah, The Undoing. I assume Nicole Kidman was rich in that. I haven't seen it. She was. Yeah. I've already made too many references, so I won't make any more. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Kat, and same as well for you, Brett, and you, Ruth. Uh, thank you all for being on the show. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right thank back you, after that. It's on the nose. <laughs> I'm Tom Zalatni, host and producer of the No Bad Food Podcast, a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts or right here on the Upford Network. Uh, Vance, I want to know, you seem to, uh, do you like Via Rail or, or are you anti Via Rail? I, it's nice enough. Uh, I mean, I've ridden it once to Montreal and I got extra leg room. So mm. I have no complaints here. They do it. They're great for the leg room. I forget if I've brought it up on the show before. Did you get one of the ones where the, the fabric on the seat looks like bullet holes in glass? Whoa, no. They have this fabric that's like little holes and then jagged lines coming out from the holes. And it looks exactly like when bullets shoot glass. And it's always really been weird to me that that's what they chose. I can't picture what you're saying, but yeah. Yeah, you uh, would know. It was nice. <laughs> uh, and and that's, a, that's a nice train ride, Toronto to Montreal. Was that to come to uh, one of the comedy festivals here? Uh, uh, I was doing, it was like Mary Walsh was uh, putting together a show to go to reserve to reserve uh, for Canada 150, which, okay, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, when you say it now, what a terrible idea, (laughs) 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 but she did it. All right. Uh, Okay. Interesting. And were the shows good? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get the job. Oh, you did. You didn't get the <laughs> didn't get the job. Great, <laughs> awesome, um, cool. Yeah, and uh, I mean, are we all going to hell? All of us. Yeah, as people. Like, are we making a decision right now? Yeah, let's all make a pact. <laughs> <laughs> let's say it on the count of three. <laughs> no, I want. I. I mean, the hell sounds. I've always wanted to go to the Stampede. <laughs> 
it just seems like the most fun in the entire world getting drunk around uh rodeos shotgun a beer and watch a calf get tied up <laughs> oh my my favorite thing in the world have you been to this the stampede vance no no just uh just a rodeo in edmonton when i lived there i find and did you was it fun or i mean i was a young i was young and my stepdad was there so i, I was mostly like mm. like when you're that age you're just like I hope my stepdad knows that I'm enjoying this because he's taking me to this. So, so like, a, like <laughs> per- performative <laughs> enjoyment. Oh, I know uh, that feeling for sure. My my stepmom made me a dress to wear at a at an oh event no. they were throwing, and the whole time it was like, I like this dress. I like this dress, stepmom. I love it. Wow. I fucking hated it. Uh, both of you should read the Celeste Eng book that I finished today because it was all about uh, appeasing your parents in uh, when they try and make you into the image of what they wanted to be. Um, so, uh, very related. Uh, Kate. Think, yeah, oh. Yep, yep. No, no I was, I was just going to say, you know me too well to recommend books to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, you, you, I, I'll never stop trying. Uh, <laughs> Kate, what's your experience in the world of rock slash ice climbing? Um, I had a buddy who was, he's a firefighter and Mm. he would regularly post pictures with ice climbing and stuff like that. And it just seems so fucking insane that people do that, but also yay for them. But also there's no way in hell I would do that ever. No, maybe like a mini, like a mini hill. That would be fun. Like a, like a toboggan hill. Yeah, pretty much. Just going up the hill with the with the spikes. <laughs> yeah, or just water like on it the night before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just like on a flat, icy surface, just like flat on my belly <laughs> with a couple nails. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> with two nails. you know, uh, just like the real thing. All right, and I mean, a lot of times I get flack for just asking the obvious questions, but it's, they're the best questions. Julia, what have you pitched? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I pitch myself every time I meet someone. Uh-huh. Um, please enjoy spending time with me. Mm. Um, and you got into comedy? So weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I hate validation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, I started a podcast because I just wanted to not be validated. <laughs> um, I haven't really pitched things, I guess. I feel, I actually feel like I have a hard time pitching myself. I hate mm. getting cover letters because it feels so um grody greasy is grody a word absolutely it is brah excellent thanks brah um but i did just start taking a couple marketing classes so i'm I'm learning Mm. that's that's fun i uh i always took marketing classes as electives in university because i thought i'd get to think of pitches and ideas and then it was always like all right let's analyze some statistics and then think of a three-tiered marketing plan Mm -hmm. reaching the maximum amount of markets and i was like this is not what i wanted at all (laughs) i thought i was just gonna blink at my daddy and (laughs) (laughs) and money would fall from the sky (laughs) money oh man let's do some plugs uh julia you're already in the hot seat let's start with you what do you have going on or if you have nothing going on you know tv show you've been watching movie book whatever okay so i am on the herald house team with montreal improv we have shows once a month you can follow montreal improv on facebook to find out when they are i think the next one is i know the next one is june 6 at 8 Mm. p.m so that's always fun our team is called old dog new tricks and we're led by the one the only joe conto 
Jacanto. Oh, friend Kanto. of the show. And then I'm reading a fantasy series that's called something Coley. The main character is called Coley, K-O-L-I, and the, the titles are all variations with his name in it. All right, so uh, listeners, it. do some Googling, and maybe <laughs> maybe that will pop up. Oh, you want me to fucking hand it to you? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like when a plug is hard for me to decipher. <laughs> That's really the goal. Kate, uh, what do you what do you got? Um, okay, what do I got? What do I got? Uh, I'd like to plug Cupcake and Dino on Netflix. I have no, I'm not affiliated. I just really like the show. Um, it's really fun. It's a cartoon. They do general services. It's a, it's a fun time. It's a cupcake and a dinosaur. Are you from Chicago? (laughs) (laughs) Chicago. Maybe. Maybe. Um, And then there's the plug that I just realized. Look, Stefan, I'm going to. Okay, fuck it. Next Saturday. What is it? The 14th or something? Let's look at the date. Yeah, the 15th. It's the 15th. 15th. Okay, Saturday, the 15th. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's just fucking do it. I'm going to do a workshop at 10 a.m to do some improv and it's just going to be like a nice little morning thing and it's not planned yet this is this is solidifying the fact that it's going to happen so that's what that's what's going to happen i've been scared i wanted to do my own workshops hosted by myself so uh that it's going to happen saturday saturday may 15th at 10 a.m uh check check the socials i'm red well, random on instagram red random on instagram red random k bradley on the other things k who knows it might be on there we're gonna do it. I'm on better, you better edit this episode quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, when is it coming out? <laughs> uh, well, now it's gonna come out on Monday. <laughs> oh, but if it's not, it could be the twenty second. We can push it back. We can push I'll, it I'll back. still, uh, I'll still put it out on Monday. Uh, the whole, the the entire impetus between getting Kate on this episode of the show was to force her to plug her workshops. Because <laughs> uh, if it's like the secret, you say it and it happens. Uh, you put exactly. it out into the universe, and and here we go. All yeah. right, uh, follow Red Random. Look for that uh, May fifteenth. Vance, what do you have going on? I'm gonna do my taxes. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I'm gonna say it on a podcast, and now I have to do it. Oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, watch Tall Boys on CBC, uh, and uh, I'm playing uh, uh, Battlefield. Because I stopped playing Call of Duty, and what a what a change! It's difficult. <laughs> it's a difficult game. Everyone's mm-hmm. very good at it. So uh, yeah, uh, play Battlefield, uh, and and, um, and if you've seen the show Big Sky on uh, CTV, uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's fucked. It's so, fucked. Ooh. Yeah, it's like really creepy. A lot of twists, a lot of turns. Okay, yeah, and, interesting. Yeah. You're on it, or you're just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying it. You're just enjoying it. Is Battlefield the same as as PUBG? No. Different things. No, it's 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 a it's a pow pow shoot shoot uh, war game. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's what it says on the box of the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally jumped into that as if I really knew what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like not really. Um, okay, yeah. Since this is coming out on Monday now, uh, I will be teaching the bat class at Montreal Improv starting on Wednesday, May 12th, I believe. Um, and that, if you're unfamiliar, the bat is uh, doing Herald in the Dark, which in the case of Zoom is Herald with your camera off. 
Um, so uh, there's probably still space in that class if you hear this on Monday and you uh, have the urge to sign up for an improv class. Check that out at uh, montrealimprov.com, I would assume. Um, that's it for some good friends for another week. Thank you, Vance, Kate, and Julia, for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Uh, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine.